What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. The antioxidants in the berries may have an anti-inflammatory effect. So eating those berries is just a good bang for your buck. You can have a small handful and it's exploding with antioxidants. Antioxidants can combat inflammation. You are listening to Veggie Doctor Radio, and this is episode number 169. Welcome to Veggie Doctor Radio. I am your host, Dr. Yami, board-certified pediatrician, certified lifestyle medicine physician, certified health and wellness coach, author, speaker, mother, wife, and human being. I passionately believe in the power of diet, habits, and mindset in sparking and sustaining well-being and joy in our lives. This podcast combines expert interviews and thoughtful monologues to explore plant-based nutrition, lifestyle medicine, parenting, mindset, and other exciting and fun topics. I hope that these episodes inspire you, uplift you, and equip you with the knowledge and tools to live your best life. Are you ready to get started? Let's do it. Welcome back, veggie lovers, to another solo episode of Veggie Doctor Radio. Today I'm bringing you a monologue about berries. So I'm going through different food categories and giving you facts and knowledge and fun information about these different types of foods, why they're so health promoting and ways that you can integrate them into your diet. Last month we did leafy greens, before that we did whole grains, then before that we did beans. Next month I'm going to cover mushrooms and I'm super excited about that. But let's talk about berries today. And the reason I wanted to highlight berries is because when I read Dr. Michael Greger's How Not to Die book, which is still one of my favorite books, especially if you like to see the evidence, like to see the science explained behind why eating whole plant foods is so beneficial for our health, definitely get that book. It's called How Not to Die by Dr. Michael Greger. And it's not how not to die ever, because unfortunately we all must die at some point. It's how not to die of the top 15 causes of death that are from preventable causes like heart disease and things like that. But in that book, he talks about the different categories of plant foods and which ones have the highest amount of antioxidants. So one thing that I learned that was super interesting is that to get your biggest bang for your buck when it comes to antioxidants, you wanna make sure that you're including herbs and spices into your diet, herbs and spices. That actually has the biggest bang for your buck as far as antioxidants. But followed by that is leafy greens and berries. So berries are super packed with antioxidants. They have lots of other cool things about them that I'm going to tell you about. But I always remember that 
And since then, I've always made a point to make sure that I'm integrating berries. And I'll tell you ways that you can do it without breaking the bank because that's one of the reasons I didn't used to buy berries before as much because they would always go bad, you know, like it seems like you get them and two days later they're moldy and they're so expensive sometimes. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. But first of all, what are berries? So a berry is a small pulpy edible fruit. And that encompasses a lot of different things. They're typically brightly colored, sweet, tart, and they don't have a stone or a pit in the middle. So that's traditionally what we consider a berry. And that might be more of the culinary definition as well. And what's really cool is that there are over 400 different species of edible berries in the world, over 400 different species of edible berries. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Eating a whole food plant-based diet is not restrictive. It's our habits, it's our beliefs, it's our culture, our food culture that has become restrictive. Whenever you are truly eating a diversity of foods, it does not feel restrictive. 400 different edible species of berries, that's a lot. Tell you about my recent trip in a little bit. Now, what's really interesting is that a botanical berry actually has a more specific definition. So a botanical berry is a simple fruit with seeds and pulp produced from the ovary of a single flower. Seeds and pulp produced from the ovary of a single flower. Okay, well that kind of goes over my head. But some fruits are actually culinary berries but are not true botanical berries. And there are some fruits that are considered botanical berries but we would never consider them an actual berry. So the examples of those are bananas is a botanical berry, tomatoes, grapes, eggplant, persimmons, watermelon, pumpkin, and chili peppers, those are all considered botanical berries, but we traditionally do not consider those berries. And then there are some berries that we call berries, but they're not true botanical berries. For example, blackberries, raspberries, and strawberries are aggregate fruit. They are not botanical berries. That means they have lots of fruit in one little piece, which I'll explain to you later. What's really cool is that berries have beautiful bright colors that contrast to the leaves of the plant. And so they stand out and we can see them and it appeals especially to frugivores or fruit eaters, which assist in seed dispersal. Lots of animals, lots of insects see these beautiful colors and they're just attracted to them and it helps the plant spread and pollinate and all of that. What are the common berries that are consumed in the US of A? So we have blueberries, which is my personal favorite, cranberries, strawberries, blackberries, raspberries, elderberries, lingonberries, gooseberries, and goji berries are the most commonly consumed berries in the US. But they're full of nutrients. First of all, berries traditionally are low in calories, they are low in sugars. Natural, these are all natural sugars, of course, it's not bad for you or anything, but they, because they are low in sugars, they are low in calories, they are high in fiber, 
Don't forget, fiber is my favorite F word. They've got the vitamin C, folate, manganese, vitamin K1, copper, exploding with antioxidants, phytochemicals, phytonutrients, anthocyanins, and flavonoids. And why is this good? It's good because berries may help improve our blood sugar and insulin response. So they've actually done studies on diabetics and they found that eating berries is favorable for insulin resistance. It actually decreases insulin resistance. It helps with sugar regulation in the bloodstream. The antioxidants in the berries may have an anti-inflammatory effect. So eating those berries is just a good bang for your buck. You can have a small handful and it's exploding with antioxidants. Antioxidants can combat inflammation. Raspberries and strawberries have been studied and have been shown to actually help lower cholesterol. What a sweet way to lower your cholesterol with berries. And there's something called elagic acid, which you can find in many berries, but it's also in strawberries. It may decrease skin wrinkling. And the reason is, is because it helps prevent damage from UV rays. How cool is that? Some berries may help protect against certain cancers, such as esophageal cancer, mouth and breast and colon cancer as well. And I remember in the book, How Not to Die, Dr. Michael Greger talked about strawberry powder and esophageal cancer and how it worked, so cool may help improve endothelial cell function. Now, just as a reminder, endothelial cells are what line our blood vessels. So it's important for cardiovascular health. When those endothelial cells start getting damaged, getting inflamed, that is what can be part of the cascade of atherosclerosis or getting those fatty plaques, getting those clots inside of our blood vessels. So we want nice, healthy, resilient endothelial cells and berries may help improve the function of them. May help slow cognitive decline. This is something that I'm very interested in. So if you can just make it part of your regular routine to include berries in your diet, you may actually get a, slow, a slowing of cognitive decline over time. And I know that the Shirzais, they talk about this in their book about Alzheimer's, how we can decrease the risk of getting Alzheimer's or slow the progression. Not necessarily reverse it with diet, but even if you already have dementia or Alzheimer's, can you slow the progression? Berries might be a route to get there. And now for a very important message. Hey, veggie lover. If you are looking for free resources to guide you on your plant-based and healthy living journey, go to dryami.com forward slash free for tons of free downloadable PDFs. Hundreds of people have taken advantage of my tips to help them reduce meat and dairy consumption, navigate eating out, and build satisfying plant-based meals. Download one or download them all. And don't forget to share with friends and family. DrYami.com forward slash free. And now back to the episode. And then cranberries, which a lot of people know, may reduce urinary tract infections by 26%. Now this is preventing an infection. 
not treating an infection. And the way it works is that it helps the bladder wall become more slippery to the E. coli bacteria, which is the most common cause of urinary tract infections, especially recurrent urinary tract infections, so that it makes it harder for that bacteria to attach to the bladder wall and start reproducing in there, okay? So very cool, so many health benefits of berries. Now I wanted to give you the US dietary guidelines. Remember, this is just something to keep in mind. It's, it's a suggestion, it's a guideline, it's something to just know. Don't take it as some hard and fast rule. And I would say that most people that eat a whole food plant-based diet eat more than this anyway, but just something to think about. So the US, U.S. dietary guidelines recommend aiming for at least two cups of fruit per day. Two cups, that's not that much. How much is a serving of fruit? It's just one cup or 150 grams. Trying to remember to put the grams in for all of my friends in the UK and other places that go by grams. I know it's hard for us. We're so used to measuring things in feet and inches and things in cups and different volumes like that. So one cup or 150 grams is about one serving of fruit. That includes all kinds of fruit. So the US dairy gui dietary guidelines say two cups of fruit per day. So make some of it berries, why not? What are some ways that you can incorporate berries into your meals? Well, this is the fun part because berries are so delicious, so yummy. One of my favorite ways to eat berries is at breakfast. I eat oatmeal, either overnight oats or cooked oats five to six times per week because it's delicious, it's filling, it's predictable. I know exactly how long it's gonna last before I need to refuel which is important when I work. I don't wanna be distracted by hunger. I don't wanna to have to worry about that. I just wanna keep going until lunch. So that's why I have oatmeal. But oatmeal is a perfect carrier for berries, my favorite being blueberries, and I typically use frozen blueberries. But even if you're doing a different hot cereal, a different whole grain, if you wanna learn more about incorporating whole grains, listen to my podcast on whole grains or look at my social media on all of the different ways that you can include whole grains. Whatever other whole grain you have, stick berries in there. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. Cold cereal. This is a great way to boost the health benefits of cold cereal. Add fruit, add berries in there. If you make some toast, you can smush up some berries and put it on top. If you make a wrap, which is my younger son's favorite, he loves to get a whole wheat tortilla, spread some unsweetened natural peanut butter on there, and put some fruit. You could easily put blueberries, blackberries, raspberries, strawberries, banana, which is a botanical berry, but not considered a culinary berry. 
Another easy way to include berries is to blend it into smoothies. I feel like almost everybody likes smoothies and you could put some berries, you could put some leafy greens in there, you can put some spices in there, put some cinnamon in there and you are having a smoothie that is exploding with antioxidants. A plant-based yogurt with berry and some granola makes a beautiful and delicious parfait. You can do that as a dessert, you can do that as a breakfast, you can do that as a evening treat. Toss it into salads. Remember that just because it's sweet doesn't mean you can't have it in your savory food. I love to have strawberries in my salad. Have you ever had a spinach strawberry and walnut salad with a little bit of like raspberry vinaigrette. Oh my gosh, my mouth is watering, so delicious. But it just complements the flavors and the textures whenever you put berries into your salad. Easily, you can bake it into muffins and breads. You can have some blueberry muffins. You can put it into your pancakes and waffles, so simple. You can use frozen berries, berries that have already been frozen to make a sorbet, or you can add it to an ice cream whenever you have some frozen bananas and make some ice cream, or you can make some popsicles. So many different ways to eat berries. And then there's lots of different ways to acquire berries. Of course, we can go to the store and just get fresh berries. But like I said, those can be difficult because if they're not in season, it can be a little bit more expensive. It can feel like they go bad quickly. One tip about fresh berries is you don't wanna wash them until you're ready to eat them. If you wash them ahead of time, it makes them go bad faster. So try not to wash them until you're ready to eat them. So you could definitely get fresh berries. Go berry picking. Berry picking is literally one of the cheapest ways to get berries. We have berry picking here in the summer and sometimes we could get berries for like a dollar a pound. Of course you have to pick them your own, but that's so fun. Kids love it, put them to work. Try not to eat too much while you're picking them because you will be so full by the end. But even if you get a ton, then you can come home, you can wash them well, dry them, put them on a cookie sheet and then freeze them and then put it into freezer bags and then you can have them for a long time. That is probably one of the most economical ways to get berries. But the other way that I love getting berries is already frozen. The cool thing is that berries do retain their nutrition uh, potential when they have been frozen. So you don't have to worry about that. I feel like it's one of the most inexpensive ways because you're not throwing berries away. They're there when you need them and you can use them for a variety of things. So don't feel bad about the convenience of using frozen foods. Go for it. And now for a very important message. Hey mama, if you are feeling frustrated about mealtime battles, worried that your child isn't eating enough or eating enough vegetables, afraid that your child is going to get some awful deficiency or disease because of the lack of diversity in their diet, I wrote a book that might be for you. A Parent's Guide to Intuitive Eating, How to Raise Kids Who Love to Eat Healthy is available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook through all major online booksellers. Did you know that most children are born with the innate ability to eat the appropriate amount of food to satisfy their hunger and support appropriate growth? Despite this, parents are still anxious and confused about how much and what to feed their children. In addition, many children are labeled as picky eaters or develop behaviors such as hiding and sneaking food. There's also a growing epidemic of dieting behaviors and eating disorders beginning at alarmingly young ages. 
In my book, you'll learn the five pillars of healthy eating, how to apply intuitive eating through all the stages of development, lifestyle habits that support healthy eating and body image, troubleshooting and problem solving for picky eaters, overeating and dieting behaviors, how to create and foster a healthy body image in your children, how exploring your own body image and relationship with food will help raise an intuitive eater, and what foods to offer your child at different stages of development. A Parent's Guide to Intuitive Eating, How to Raise Kids Who Love to Eat Healthy, available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook through all major online booksellers. Are you ready for a fresh approach to feeding your child? For more information, visit dryami.com forward slash book. And now back to the episode. All right, let me tell you some fun facts about berries because I love to nerd out and learn all of this cool stuff about different plants. The most widely cultivated berry is the strawberry, which has been growing in French gardens since the 14th century. Can you imagine that? They've been around for a long time. Strawberries are also the most common consumed berry in the world. And it's ironic because it's not even a true botanical berry, but that's okay. It's still super healthy. Blackberries were domesticated in 1911 and unripe blackberries are red. Isn't that interesting? Because we usually think of red as like a ripe color, but if they're not ripe, they're red. They go from red to black. We just got back from a week-long camping trip and we were here in the state of Washington. We went for this long bike ride and on the way back, we saw this person who had this bucket full of blackberries and I looked and I realized that they were foraging wild blackberries. So I like screeched to a halt because I've been so interested in this whole foraging thing. I know I sound like I'm totally like, don't know about the world and there's so many things I don't know, but I have never really even considered or thought about this whole foraging thing, okay? So this is new to me as a modern world concept. I didn't really think about doing that, so I wanna learn about it. And I screeched to a halt, <laughs> she probably got scared, and I was like, are you foraging blackberries? And she said yes, and so she taught us about it. She said that last year, she was actually able to pick eight gallons and made I don't know how many quarts of blackberry jam. She even like told me her recipe and how she makes it and everything, but she taught us how to pick the sweetest blackberries. But what's really neat is that for the rest of the trip, I could not unsee all the blackberries. Everywhere we went, there were fresh blackberries. So we picked blackberries, and one morning, I put it on top of our oatmeal, fresh blackberries. In the campsite that we were staying, all around us were blackberry bushes. These big, huge, delicious blackberries. I mean, it was just like, overabundance of blackberries everywhere I looked it was so cool. But yes, you could see that the unripe ones were red and they're usually little, they're small. So they're these little red ones. And then as they get ripe, they get large and dark colored and juicy. So that was such a cool experience. I really enjoyed learning that and, and just getting the experience of doing that because I'd never done that before. No wild, I've picked domesticated orchard fruit, but I hadn't ever picked wild berries. That was first for me. Okay, so some cool things about strawberries. 
The little specks on the outside of strawberries, which most people think are seeds, are actually tiny little fruits called akines. These little fruits are hard and then inside them, they have a seed. But the seed of a strawberry is not necessary to grow more strawberry plants. Isn't that neat? And like I said before, strawberries are super healthy. They may help lower even our cholesterol, regulate blood pressure, all of that. Now, when it comes to raspberries and blackberries, you know how they're like little bubbles, a bunch of little bubbles all in one cluster? Each one of those little bubbles is a separate fruit and it's got the cutest name, it's called a druplet. I feel like I'm gonna start using that as a term of endearment. It's my little druplet, cause it's so cute. So each one is a little fruit, which makes sense because I always feel like raspberries and blackberries, you know, they're like very seedy, they're kinda crunchy. It's because you're eating lots of little fruits and each one of them has a seed inside. So amazing, so cool. Like I said before, the majority of the nutrition in berries is retained when they are frozen, and berries can be used as food dyes, which of course I discovered picking blackberries. I got blackberry juice all over my clothes. So hopefully it'll come out, we'll see. Well, I wanna leave you with a recipe that you can find on my social media. If you're an email subscriber, you can get it through there as well. But this is a recipe that I created a few years ago to help address colds and flus and all the fall time acute illnesses that we get. I'm not saying that this is going to prevent them all or of course not heal them, but it's one way that we can get more antioxidants into our body. I wanted to do is include those top four ways of getting your biggest bang for your buck in one smoothie. So your herbs, spices, leafy greens, and berries. So this smoothie has all of those four components in there. I called it Dr. Yami's Super Antioxidant Smoothie. Yeah. Okay, so here's the recipe. You should be able to remember this if you're driving or if you're walking. So you wanna get one can of pears in juice, not syrup. One cup of seedless red grapes. You can get the green ones, but the red ones might have a little bit more of that boost of certain antioxidants. Four mint leaves. It goes really well in this recipe. It's really yummy half a teaspoon of turmeric, two large handfuls of spinach or some other leafy green, kale works great too, one frozen banana, and then finally one and a half cups of frozen mixed berries, or you can of course just do strawberries or blueberries or whatever you want, but make sure they're frozen because that's going to help the smoothie be nice and cold and you know that smoothie consistency. Basically just put it into your high powered blender and mix it until smooth so yummy and it's very refreshing with that mint in it and it's just really pretty and bright like you see it with your eyes your brain knows wow that's something nutritious for me it's all natural no added sugar of course some of the fruits are sweeter fruits the pears the grapes and the banana help sweeten this naturally but it's a very delicious yummy smoothie and a great way to highlight berries and get a big boost of antioxidants I hope that you've enjoyed this episode and you learned a little something and that you're excited to incorporate more berries into your meals and snacks and your everyday life. Please reach out to me, let me know how it's going. 
If there's any topics that you'd like me to cover on the show or any questions you have, feel free to send them my way. Yami, Y-A-M-I, at dryami.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-Y-A-M-I.com. Send me an email, ask me a question, and I will try to cover it on the podcast. And remember, you can get all my freebies in one place, dryami.com forward slash free. That's D-O-C-T-O-R-Y-A-M-I.com forward slash free. Veggie lovers, I love you so much. Thank you for being with me every week. So grateful for you. And I hope that you have a very plantastic day. Hey, veggie lover. I hope that you loved today's episode. Will you take a second and do me a huge favor? Please subscribe to my podcast so that you never miss an episode. You're the reason I'm here and I want to share it all with you. Thank you for listening and have a plantastic day. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.